welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Mike Mansour, and I'm here with my trusted co-host, Alexander Voltz. Yeah. So, uh, this is a podcast where I'm already fucking up. Who cares? You know what? Roll Fuck with it. You know what? I'm out. I'm out. No, you. this is the podcast <laughs> where we listen to Every Album Ever. And what that means is we will pick an artist and we will listen to their entire discography. Yeah. Uh, every episode is a new artist and their entire discography. It's it's an astronomical task. It's a stupid idea. I think it's very fun. We dug ourselves into quite the hole, calling it every album ever. I don't know what I, I don't expected. Know why we, I don't know why we thought it was a good idea. It's, it's a terrible we, idea. We, listen, man, I have a big stomach. All right. And daddy's hungry. All right. You're like the rock in Fast and Furious. Dad, At- Daddy's got work to do. <laughs> I know that's not going to be the last Fast and Furious reference. <laughs> oh, no. Hobbs and Shaw is coming out <laughs> soon. Don't make me see that movie. I know you're going to. Uh, anyway, so this episode, uh, we're doing the uh, we're doing Merciful Fate. Yes, okay. we are. And not the King Diamond solo stuff. Not Strictly the King- Merciful Fate. Fate. Uh, well, first of all, if you don't know who King Diamond is, uh, King Diamond sings like this. Sometimes he gets a little high, but then he usually goes high. And that's the entirety of every Merciful Fate album and King Diamond album. Yes, he, this a little bit like the uh, uh, Michael McDonald, the metal, where the vocals are just so wacky. <laughs> Although Michael McDonald's a little more bearable. Um, uh, he might, uh, miles more bearable. <laughs> Michael McDonald's a fucking gorgeous voice. But you know what I mean? Where their voice, this kind of, like, you don't know when they're going to go there. Yeah. If, you, if you're not familiar with the music. They just kind of go. It's, okay. Most people, I would say, don't like King Diamond's voice. No, I remember one time we were frequenting uh, Amoeba, the record store in Hollywood. And we were this browsing and I don't, I think we were by a, a PA or a speaker and we all just looked up and there was a random woman there and we all were just like, this is really overwhelming. And she's like, I'm glad you guys said it because I was thinking it. King Diamond, as much as I, I actually do enjoy King Diamond, it's unbearable. I, I actually have, it's, I remember when I was a lot younger, uh, there, this is a, this is a crazy story. I just re- remember this right now. There was this guy who. Uh, he was like a friend of my brother's in high school, uh, like maybe 10 years older than me. Crazy. De- like he was almost a bum. He wasn't quite a bum because he was staying at our house, oh, but he was almost there. Okay. If it weren't for us, he'd be a full on bum. And he was, he was always completely wasted. He was filthy. And one day he bought, I think it was King Diamond's first album. Even and though he, he shouldn't be spending money on that. Shouldn't be spending, <laughs> I mean, he needs food for the most part, as far as I remember. He, he bought King Diamond's first album and he played it on loop, full blast in my house. And all I heard over and over, <laughs> for hours and hours and hours. And that was my first exposure to King Diamond and I fucking hated it and I held, uh, so much resentment toward the man. Also, the guy I'm talking about, the, the bum guy, yeah, yeah. he was shot in the head. He's dead. Oh. Yeah. I, I don't know where to go from there. I, will, I, will, I was... I'm not... I'm sorry, but I, that's I, actually true. I guess my... I guess a lot of people's exposure to the band is Metallica covering 
Merciful Fate. Yeah, um, Garage Inc. It's yes. like it's like a bunch of songs blended into uh blended into one track. Yes, and then I think the the first time I like heard heard no pun intended I heard them and oh, uh yeah that's a King Diamond album by it, the way yeah I think it was a King Diamond track in uh Clerks two yeah it was um oh, fuck I think it was on them yeah right? yeah. yeah it's on the album then um but anyway <clears throat> queue up uh, queue up the first because we're gonna we're gonna start tackling each album one by one and we'll dive into we'll we'll travel back in time to 1983 with Melissa. Wait for it. Wait for it. Hold on. And. Okay. This. No, keep it going. Yeah, yeah. This. The song is fucking awesome. It's, uh, as the kids would say, it's it's fire. It slaps. It's, it, it's, it, it does indeed slap. I've not heard a song <laughs> slap harder. <laughs> Listen to the slap. Listen to it. But here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> one one song is is great. It's amazing. Not to say the other songs are bad. Uh-huh. But this has been our entire week. This, pretty much. Okay. How many albums? There's like what? Nine albums? Or, wait, I'm not sure how many albums. That'd be funny if it was nine it's, because the last the last album is actually called nine. We'll get there. There okay. I, I was talking about seven I, albums. He's seven albums. Okay, a little bit better. It gets fucking old. It, it, man. And, and the thing about his vocals, like uh, we were saying that obviously it's not an easy voice to like. It's very off-putting for most people. And this is the way I, I think about King Diamond's vocals. They're not, they're just a thing that you have to accept. <laughs> they're not really, I don't know anybody who actually likes them. I, uh, it's, it's like a love hate relationship. Um, I thought of this and then in doing my research, it, it gets compared to like a campy horror movie. Like yeah. it's for, you know, you, you roll with it or, or you don't. And it's like, it's easy to sit here and, and make fun of it, but like, uh, I'm not going to do it cause it's, it's fucking hard. Yeah. Like I'm sure singing like that gets exhausting. It, 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 I believe me. I've been mocking him uh, yeah. for a week. It, it's really hard. <laughs> And yeah, he sure he's no Rob Halford or Bruce Not Dickinson. Close. <laughs> it, yeah, but but it's endearing. It's, it is it actually it is. Again, going back to the campy horror thing, it's like there there is something endearing about someone that's going. I'm not that good, but but goddamn it. it, that's the thing. It's it's bold to to just yes. choose to sing this way when you don't have the voice for it and, and he does like a lot of these really hard growls like it's him trying to get low yes and then his highs are mostly just falsetto which i'm not gonna get too technical with you know vocal stuff but falsettos are typically pretty pretty weak like in terms of uh, the power behind it like because it's it's really breathy it's especially for guys it's not like it's not like head voice. Head voice is more of like a power. There's more power behind it. His falsettos are really weak. And he, it, uh, for most of the albums, it's a lot of reverb and overdubs to make it sound more powerful. So it's a, it's a weak voice. Over, like dubbed to fucking high hell. So you just hear a ton <laughs> of, ah! it's, and again, it's, 
it's endearing. This, this, but it can get a little much. Yeah, this is a. Uh, I would say this is a guitar player's band more yeah, more than anything else. Uh, another hot topic: I black metal or not, King Diamond. Is he? Is he black? What, would you consider? Would I, absolutely them? not. Neither would I. Okay. Yeah. He so just that's, has. That's done. You heard it here. Not black metal. <laughs> Wait. Is people consider him black metal? Yes. He's just got face paint. Yeah, he's got the corpse paint. Yeah, that's, but he. Okay, I'm not even going to get into this. If, if people are actually legitimately arguing that arguing that this is black metal, yeah, I, I even, can't even begin. Even when you look up uh, "Merciful Fate," they get the uh, really. Yep, black metal is barely it's, music. I like it, but it's barely music. It's this mo- is at is at least music. <laughs> yes, I would consider this thrash metal or uh, speed metal. I would, not. yeah, I would say more speed metal. Yes. It's a little bit kind of, you know. I, as much of a fan of, of metal as I am, I've always had trouble distinguishing speed metal from thrash metal. That's the same thing. It's like uh, stoner metal and sludge metal. It's, it's, it's the same thing. To my experience, I've always heard when I the, the bands that have been more classified as speed metal have always been a little bit wimpier, a little pussier, kind of like Agent <laughs> Steel, fucking awful bands like that. Uh, and thrash has always been, you know, Metallica Slayer kind of stuff. Good sure. stuff. Stuff sure. I like anyway. Anyway, back to Melissa, 1983. Uh, this is, to me, personally, not only their best album, but my favorite album by fucking light years. This yeah. is an amazing album. Yes, I I wrote down their their best album Yeah, for it, me. Yeah. I have a different personal favorite. We'll get there, and I'm excited to hear it, because yes. this, this is such a fucking good album, and... and I was, I was like, as, uh, not to cut you off, sorry. No, no, no you're good. Um, I've been talking a lot of shit about King Diamond because I <laughs> fucking hate his voice. But this album made me shut up and like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to deal with it because this is such a r- solid ass metal album. It's from beginning to end, really. Yeah, it's, um, it's one of those things where it's not like initially catchy for some people. But then on repeated listens, you pick up on these things, and it's it's really great. Uh, we got the eleven minute long Satan's Fall. Satan's Fall. Oh, I can do a, a whole hour on this song. Uh, for my for I wrote down. Uh, I really like the uh, salacious crumb laughter in the background when he sings. Is it Satan's Fall? No, it's Satan's Call. <laughs> and if you don't know who <laughs> Salacious Crumb is, that's Jabba's pet from uh, the Star Wars. Oh my God. This okay. The thing about this song, it's 11, 12 minutes. You know, it's. I would say it's a badly written song that I fucking love listening to, <laughs> because I'm not. I'm not gonna pretend I'm some fucking, you know, established composer guy. But I I write music and I pay a lot of attention to structures and stuff like that. It's just a bunch of riffs smashed together like the Three Stooges. It doesn't make any sense. There's no flow from one to the next. None of them make any sense together at all. It isn't. They don't sound like they're in the same song. It's just amazing riff after amazing riff after amazing riff for fucking twelve minutes, and it, it it doesn't make any musical sense. No. But each riff is so good that it makes the whole song just awesome. Yeah, that that's kind of like a a good summary of of the album. I would say is like the whole album is like that, where it's this all this stuff smashed together. You're not quite sure. But uh, if you just take the time to kind of isolate it and be like, all right, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it like there's a nonsensical ballad thrown in Satan, Satan's Fall toward the end. Like you think the song is over 
and then all of a sudden this ballad comes up out of out of fucking nowhere and it's a great ballad it's so damn good <laughs> yeah they don't uh they don't veer into that too much i feel like if anything you may get like one acoustic guitar part per album yeah just I mean, one not even on different songs just one part of a song. that is one thing i have to say that that makes me kind of sad is how clearly how good they are at at making these really pretty sections like uh the solo section in the opening track evil it's one of my favorite solos of all time and it's it's like a pop riff it doesn't sound metal at all yeah it, and it's that that's kind of the stuff that makes them release this album make it so damn fun to listen to is because it has these like quote-unquote evil sounding riffs and then it has this just really catchy pop part thrown in there or this little ballady part and it just mixes it up it keeps it interesting the whole time well that's like um like uh they were one of the bands targeted by the pmrc uh for you youngsters it was a, a group this trying to censor music and they targeted a lot of people but merciful fate was one of those artists and i'm just like it's so so cartoony and it's over so cartoony like how how can you seriously like <laughs> listen to it and and i don't know it's how can you think these guys actually worship satan it's hilarious it is a caricature yeah it, oops i kicked the table uh <laughs> it's it's ridiculous it's uh but it's, I still think it's a fucking great album. Uh, I did my best to avoid listening to any of the lyrics. It's just, it's just Satan this after Satan that. Oh, we probably heard the word Satan 666 times. <laughs> At least, if not exactly that, because uh, there's, there's a theme in, in, uh, in Merciful Fate, and it's uh, evil as the opening track of the opening album would lead you to believe. All right, so now we're on to next year. The ne next year. 1984, Don't Break the Oath. This song is so fucking good. A little more polish on this song. A little oh, bit. yeah. Yeah. Let it play for a little bit. Like, we this, gotta we gotta get some vocals every song. Yeah, at least yeah. This is a great fucking song, dude. You gotta text, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. I'm Come on, you son of a bitch. Start singing. This song isn't because this is actually a good example of what I was saying with uh, the first album is that uh, it it has a, you know, that, that kind of hard rock and fucking evil sounding thing. And then toward the middle of the song, it has this really melodic, pretty sounding section that it, it's fucking awesome. I think this it's like probably one of the one of my favorite songs of theirs. I think it's even a better opening than evil on the last album. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I and no. I love that last. I mean, I love that. I love Evil too. But. I think a uh, general, a lot of general consensus uh, from what I read was this was the stronger album. They're out I, of their fucking minds. <laughs> I'm, I'm already mad. I'm already mad. It's it's hard. It's like uh, 
I'm not mad at that. Uh, it's, uh, you know, they came out two years back to back. I, it's hard to separate the two for me. Uh, I felt that this was a fine album, but not even remotely as good as the first one. It, it felt like the whole time I was listening to it, 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 it just sounded like every other band from the era, except with just King Diamond. Like his vocals are really what set that set this album apart for me. Yeah, I feel like um, on the track "Nightmare" we get like uh, a little more of the abstract thing, yeah. like vocal things he does, where he'll voice like different. Yeah, little characters and all that. Yeah, shit. yeah. It's fucking campy as hell. Yeah, like uh, he may have done that on the previous album, but I think it started here, where he started playing around with those little, little more abstract ideas, and then. Uh, on the on the intro to uh, Desecration of Souls, we get that like constipated like. There, oh, that's perfect. Yeah, that's yeah. Those vocals always make me laugh. And and uh, Merciful Fate isn't the only band that does it. I, there's other bands. Why do they do that? I don't know who thought that was a good idea, but it it's funny every time, regardless yeah. of the band. Uh, I can't take it seriously. It's ridiculous. Um, I've been. Uh, I've just realized how fucking in and out I am with the mic. I'm oh, such yeah. an amateur. Get you know up what? on it. I should leave. You should leave. Okay. Like you were going to do earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to keep threatening to leave every five minutes. So this, um, uh, I, I actually kind of really hate the production. It's super trebly. Really? Yeah. It's just, oh. it just, it's again, it sounds like every other band from that era. It does have like a lot of good stuff on it that I like. Uh, I think to one far away was, it was one of the ones I liked a lot. Um, it, but it felt like it didn't, it had less of an identity than Melissa. It just, I think that's fair. Yeah. I think also too, when you, you come out the gate and you're so new and, and different and how do you, how do you, how do you top it? Right. It's hard. Uh, I think my favorite track was, uh, night of the unborn and that's more of the stuff. Wait, which one was that? Um, Wait, put on a little bit of it. Okay. It has like these galloping parts and then they shred and then they go back into the galloping parts. Like the shredding never happened and I loved it. It's it's kind of like what we were talking about on Satan's Fall where it's this, these parts mashed together yeah. that shouldn't work, but it does it does for some reason. And uh, yeah, you know, little, little bummed out. We talked about that on Satan's Fall, but uh Hopefully we can get a, a taste of it here. Sounds like a lot of dive bombing. Yeah, it sounds like our intro. <laughs> That's a really good riff, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, like like I said, this guitar player's band. It's... Yeah. I mean yeah. Seriously, when I when I think about how how much credit King Diamond gets for Merciful Fate. He ain't doing any of this fucking cool shit. No, I feel like an amateur that I, uh... Is it... I want to say Schumer, the guitar player? I don't... I don't know anybody's name. Yeah, I'm, uh... Gonna get into that. But, uh... I'll, I'll look it up when, uh, you're going on a rant. And okay. I will give this man his due. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... All in all, it's 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 a good album. It's not bad at all. I didn't. Did, I mean, I've heard it a lot of times. Yet I still don't remember a lot of it. So I guess that kind of says how I feel about it. Uh, it, it. I mean, I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> I I could see myself getting into it uh, when like I 
don't have a million Merciful Fate albums to listen to. just running around in your fucking head. Yes. So, shall we move on? Uh, Guitar player. Guitar player. Hank Sherman. Hank Sherman. Okay, yeah, I know that name. With two ends, and then Michael Denner, and we'll talk about them later. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think the uh, band broke up for a a hot minute. Yeah. What, nine years or so? Something like that. I'm not sure uh, when their touring dates were, yeah. but as far as... Nine, nine years between al- albums. Yes, and then they get back together in 1992, and then that leads us into 1993's In the Shadows. That's kind of a... One of the few... Yeah, quiet whole... openers. Yeah. Especially to the whole album. I hope... Uh... Okay, there we go. Take it off. Take it off. Yeah. So good. I'm glad I can do the highs. Yes. <laughs> so am I, because I, I was practicing during the week, and I, I, I can't. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> it would be great pot. Just to maybe, catch yourself there. Maybe. You know, if there was some alcohol going in this uh, cast, uh, I might... I might indulge in some some King Diamond vocals, but uh, I sh- I should say at this point, you know, since the vocals are such a, a big focus point too, this dude is in his late thirties, pushing forties at this point. At this point, oh yes. shit! And we'll we'll get around to that in some later albums. But there's something to keep on your mind. Also, they uh, from here on out, every album is recorded in Texas, and again. You may not notice it on this album, but definitely later on it. Really? Yeah, I definitely. Uh, it sounded like the state of Texas? Yes. What yes. does that mean? That means it sounds like Pantera. Not this album. Oh. Later on, it gets a little more groovy, gets a little more funky, a little mm. more emphasis on the bass. Yeah. Okay, we'll get there. Uh, so in the shadows, uh, what did you think? Uh, I, I think I felt this way about the album how you felt about the previous album i'm sure lots of people were stoked that uh merciful fate was back after a lengthy period Uh and uh i you know i hate to make a lot of movie references but uh, it's kind of like the force awakens to me this needed to be good it didn't need to do anything different it just needed to be good and feel good. Okay. And it accomplishes that. Okay, you piece of shit, I'm going to kill you. Because this is this is my second favorite Merciful Fate album. I thought it was very fucking good. I was listening to this on the way over here. <laughs> okay, also real quick before you go on your rant, I will say the the thing different is they stopped singing about Satan on this album. They did? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Now it's more focused. They're, they're, they're full, full on Jehovah's Witness now. Yes. Okay. No, they start focusing on other horror things and they're like, we will sing about vampires and things like that. Yeah. Things less cartoony than Satan, right? <laughs> Still cartoony. Extremely. Ex- this is so silly. This is a silly fucking album. Yes. Uh, and there, uh, kind of, there's like a lot of long songs in here, too. It's kind of like it. I don't I. I hesitate to say proggy because it's not proggy but it's just like hey let's do a bunch of weird shit and make long songs yes they i think they definitely flirt with the prog rock idea without uh indulging too much yeah and i, I think that's what i really liked about it like <clears throat> like what is it the old oak 
that's another, that's one of the really long songs. It's kind of it, toward the beginning of the album it has this nice, really this really nice acoustic section kind of thrown in there. Uh, it's still stupid, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I I just enjoyed the hell out of it. Like a lot of really fascinating riffs. They're they're ugly, strange riffs, but they're they're just cool. They work. Yeah. Again, it's these they're the the kings of just just throwing riffs together and it works. They have no idea what the fuck they're doing musically, but they're just, they're just good guitar players and King Diamond does his thing. I guess. They're this magooing their way through guitar riffs. Magooing their way through metal. Yes. <laughs> and it's amazing. That's one, uh, it kind of hit me on, on this album more than the rest that, uh, Diamond's vocals in Merciful Fate are kind of distinct from King Diamond, the solo band. You think so? I think so. It's all because in, in King Diamond, the stuff that I've heard from there, it's a lot more, <clears throat> a lot more characters, a lot more stupid old lady voices, a lot more highs. Here, he does a lot more like kind of, I guess, his attempt at growling, mm. but a lot. Yeah. Like he'll just throw in the high at the end of a phrase or whatever while yes. he's just kind of angrily speaking over the rest of it. Yes. Maybe in his solo thing, there's no one telling him no, but then when he. Yeah. Oh, man. I should I should also mention that uh we're we're going down a a uh, a marathon of King Diamond recording albums. We we're not going to I'll bring them up and we're not going to talk about them in detail. This dude was recording so much material from like uh yeah, from King Diamond? King Diamond uh-huh. as part of his solo stuff. And Merciful Fate, this dude was on a tear from 93 until, oh, 2003, pretty much. Ooh, how many albums? List them off. Oh, man. Okay, so we're going to get into some spoilers. So we're on In the Shadows, 93, 94, Time, 96, Into the Unknown. Then he's got three solo albums, Spider's oh Lullaby God. in 95, The Graveyard, 96, and then Voodoo. 99 along with the merciful fate album dead again two albums 98 okay then merciful fate with nine and 99 2000 oh jesus christ i'm i'm getting a headache <laughs> yes and then three more king diamond ones and then we're done uh house of god 2000 2002 abigail 2 and then 2003 the puppet master this in in no one needs that much first of all explains why the by most of those albums fucking suck because how can you do that and have anything it's it's no, just phoning it the fuck in you're creatively bankrupt at that point and you're doing that it. dude is beating off for the fifth time in one day that's what those albums are <laughs> that's ridiculous well, i i didn't really look into it but i was like were they there's no way they were touring if they were touring during this that's fucking insane yeah <sighs> I don't know. I kind of don't want to know. I don't ever want to hear his fucking voice again, to be honest with you. I'm going to come back to yeah, it. Yeah, I have time. I'll talk a shit in you. Uh, one thing I will say about this, even though I like it a lot, a lot of the longer songs uh, they suffer, suffer from what I call death metal syndrome, which is, if you've heard any death metal band, it's just a, it's like 10,000 riffs in one song, and they're just jumping around, they're doing all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. But what changes this from it's not, it's not like like uh, Satan's Fall from Melissa because that one had like a bunch of riffs that didn't go that didn't go together all stepped into one song but it was 12 minutes because it focused on each riff for a while 
Yes. The ones you the songs can absorb that, them. Yeah. The songs in this album, they do a little cool riff and then they just move the fuck on <laughs> like immediately. And they do it over and over again. So if you find a riff you like, it's gone. Yes. And that, it happens a lot in this album. I hate I just can't fucking stand it. I would listen to Death Metal a lot more if they just played the riff a couple times more. You know, that's uh that's why I listen to that band Ohm a lot. Like oh. uh, it, if you if you hear a riff you like in Ohm, you're gonna hear it for, for twelve for, minutes. For, <laughs> I that's and that's why I fucking hate Ohm. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, come on. What? I don't I don't okay, I'm talking shit. I don't hate them, but I definitely have to be in the mood for them because it's just it's it's too it's very any time any day. Thir- I'm I'm game. Wow. All right. You're 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 a durable man. I'll give you that. Or at least you have a a, a wider attention span than I do. Yes, I love I love you, Al Cirrhosis. <laughs> Cinero- I Cisneros. Al Cisneros. Cisneros, forgive me. I you- believe that's how you say his name. Anyway, let's move on to 1994's Time. Little Russian. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Why is there's, the, there's the text or there's the Texas. That is very Texas. You know you're right. Like I can picture Phil Anselmo coming in right now. Yeah. I was, not gonna, I was gonna try to do a Phil Anselmo impression, but it's it's too much. <laughs> I I would need to uh, listen to, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll get the Anselmo because I feel like my voice is deep like his. Yeah. Yeah. He, he man. As much as I love talking shit about Anselmo, that motherfucker's got some chops, man. He's got a great voice. <laughs> Like he can he can actually sing even though he just he just does that fucking annoying growl for him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's my. You get one syllable out of one, it. Yeah, nice. It was a good syllable. Uh, uh, okay, uh, time. I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, I wrote, I wrote my personal shut personal, the fuck up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I no, swear. no. Again, we're I, supposed to be friends, man. <laughs> no, this podcast is gonna tear our friendship apart. <laughs> Bit like, like I'm not trying to compare it to Melissa or uh, Oath at okay. all, at all. I this accept again. I just accept it as its own thing, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Now we're like full blown, really moving away from the thrashiness. Yeah, th- yeah. There's no thrashiness at all. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and even though I wrote it, it was my favorite album personal favorite not to say it's the best don't right okay don't come at me I, <laughs> okay well just well what, what do you tell me what you like about it before i shit all over it to me it's this real solid tightly woven uh just uh i think i i appreciate uh like a solid coherent thought of an album okay more than i do like ballsiness uh-huh or brassness because uh, i feel this way this we won't talk about. I feel the same way about Mastodon's Crack the Sky over Leviathan. And again, it's just it's that's another controversial yes. thing that I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> yes. To me, it's this so tight. Okay. It's it's this more cohesive. And I get it. It can be like apples and oranges. And it's not to put the other albums down okay. by any means. So it's just treating as it 
treating it as its own entity that you also happen to like. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think, uh, you know, maybe if this was a Pantera album, <laughs> it'd be real good reviews. You know, that's an interesting thought. I need to re-listen to this as a Pantera album. But, I mean, it, like I, one thing I did notice, it doesn't have as like, it doesn't have as many ugly sounding riffs. It's It's just... It's normal, not normal, but you know what I mean. Again, you're in Texas. Things are a little, little slower in Texas, a little crunchier. Yeah, it, this one actually reminded me a lot of King Diamond for some reason. Really? Just the production and the, I guess he might have been a little bit more whaley on here than than previous albums. Yes, I think vocal fatigue starts to kick in here because I notice on this album, um, usually on his vocals, he'll like rev up to that falsetto, even if he gets you in a notch before. It's always like a rev, but this one will just like hit you, hit you over the head. It'll go from like normal to stuff. Ah! <laughs> yeah, like boom. Um, so that's a, a little comical, but uh, I just think it's uh, like solid, tight, like a snare drum album. It it is very tight. I'll give you that. Even though I didn't, I, I really felt like it was all background noise. I was trying, like I listened to it a few times, trying to find why I wasn't liking it, and it, I didn't hate it. It just Nothing stuck out at all. It, it just all kind of blended into one long Whaley song. I think that's fair. It's uh, also like uh, we were talking about off air. Like if you're doing stuff and you have an album on and it sticks out to you, like uh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I was just in the right mood and I was just like, yeah, these are some good tunes. That's that's one thing. Uh, I actually should have mentioned in in the previous album because I that's the one I liked a lot. Uh, by the by the, the by the last album, I was getting the fatigue real bad. Oh sure, there's that. I I respect that. Yeah, but and, but the thing is, I hated. Uh, spoiler alert: I hated the last album. We'll get to there in a second. But I was trying to think like, am I just tired of hearing this kind of music and hearing King Diamond? Or you know, I mean, and let me go back and listen. If I hate those albums, maybe I need to re rethink some things. So I went back to. Uh, the album before this, I already forgot what it's called. Fucking <laughs> like in, uh, in the shadows. Yes. The album before this, which I remember liking. I went back to it, listened to it again, and I still liked it. So I'm sticking by my guns on on all my opinions that I'm staying here. Like saying, I, I even though I did, I was fatigued as fuck by the end of it. Yes. Uh, the this album did not stick out to me. Um, some of my bad opinions on this podcast, I may, I may re, I may rethink if I hate something, I may, I may come, you may come back, you may do, but right. my good opinions, I stand, I stand by them. <laughs> that sounds very objective. Your good opinions are. Yes. <laughs> you know, so picking shoes with my good opinions. <laughs> All right. So, so this is your favorite. You're wrong, but I'm, I appreciate your Pers <laughs> personal favorite. Personal favorite. You yes. know, I, I respect that. Yes. I, I gave, I gave best album to Melissa. What do you, what do you want from me? You don't want a lot more than that you need to try harder next time so i'll try harder to like the same things you like <laughs> thank you time. that's all i ask yes. so we're on to into the unknown 1996 just boom right into it at a 10 Talk about neuter. There's a silly. Jesus Christ! What's again? The silly vocals. Voice. I uh, I think there it is. 
took a while to get there. Yes. I think uh, this is their worst album to me. Oh, you did not say that. I did. You did not fucking say that. I did. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. I was going to forgive you from the last one. but No, no. <laughs> I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. I think this is the worst album. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Present I your argument, you son of a bitch. So the title, I think the vocals are the weakest. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Out of any of their albums, these are the weakest and particularly on the title track. It's yep. just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's just so bad. And then we have the track Dead Time, you know, like bedtime, but dead time. It's cheesy. <laughs> That's what he is, though. That's all he's got. It's cheesy even for King Diamond and Merciful Fate. It, like... Oh, I was just cringing. And like, I realized cheese is part of it, but that song is just, and then you have the, the mad era part two, which I should have bought that up on the previous album. Amazing track. Okay, the, yeah. Mad Arab. Talk about cartoony. It's called the mad Arab. Oh, well, yeah. HP Lovecraft Cthulhu shout out. Uh, so they get it from the story. Not, not that it makes it any more or less uh, cartoony. P cartoony or pc but whatever that's neither here. there's a lot of things not pc but lovecraft and i still read his shit I, yeah. I, I i try to look past it you know history uh yeah and then like there's a, yeah there's a mad era part two yeah. i mean that's yeah what is this the fucking unforgiven what, what, what is this why again sequels to songs <laughs> i don't i don't never understand it they don't work they, they don't, don't work they don't need to exist no and I then guess. and then the vocals on i'm gonna try to pull it up on uh, I know what you're gonna do. I I know they're very uninspired and lazy uh, on a melody. Like some guitar tracks, you this should not sing along to. And then King Diamond's like, "I'm fucking wasted," and does it anyways. Yep, she was she was wasted. I was there. Yeah. So let's let's pull this up. So this is a matter of part two. And if you're going, this is a good song. That's because it's the same rift <laughs> from the the good. Matter of part one song, and they just took it and ran it in the ground. And I think we're nope, nope. What? I'm waiting for those vocals. Okay, okay yeah, this is pretty bad. You know what? I, I okay, this is really, really fucking hokey. I understand. Yes. I I don't like those this song. Those are beautiful right there. This part, but don't sing along to the the guitar. Yeah. It, it's like the first choice. Yeah. I understand. It's pretty bad. I'm going to actually lower this because this is going to fucking make me shoot myself. But, uh, okay, okay, okay. I understand. It's a bad song. He sounds like shit. Here's what I appreciated about this album. This is the only Merciful Fate album where there aren't overdubs and reverb all over his fucking voice. Oh, it's maybe that's why. It's the only one. It's the only one where he's like, you know what? It's real. I'm a good singer. Why don't you let me sing? <laughs> hey, why don't you let old King sing? <laughs> and they did, and they shouldn't have, because it sounds like a dude doing falsetto. And like I was saying earlier, there's no power behind it, so it's just high and flimsy and stupid sounding. It sounds fucking stupid. Yes. And uh, I like it, but it's stupid. <laughs> yes. Uh, also interesting tidbit I read is that I think he mixed uh, all these albums in the 90s. He like personally, really? he was the mixer on him. So I can't imagine him wearing headphones. It's I hope it's in corpse paint <laughs> with the hat. Yes. 
Okay, the thing about this production is it's it's the, the most different out of all the albums, and I like it the most out of all the albums. It's really mm-hmm. bass drum heavy. It's really bass heavy in general, actually. But the drums sound fucking amazing. It doesn't sound tinny or or trebly the way like virtually every other album does. Uh, it's like the one album that sounds like a band instead of just uh, guitar players in King Diamond. Well, this is the uh, this is the last time you get the the classic lineup because uh, after this album, Michael Denner is gone. Michael Denner is gone. Oh no, no more Michael Denner. Uh, as much as I did like this album a lot, I gotta, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I gotta, I I can't, I gotta be objective. Holy water is probably the worst song I ever heard. Re- really, I was debating if I like that song or not. Oh, I'm gonna read you the lyrics oh, to no. Holy Water. I know they're awful, but go ahead. I don't want that holy water. It makes me burn. I don't want that holy water. I guess I'll never learn. I'd rather drink from the <laughs> devil's well, and then I'll go to hell. And then he repeats that same line again, but then he says, and then I will still go to hell or something like that. But again, I think this is a very guitar oriented band. And it is. I think the riff on holy water and the opener this is killer riffs. They're despite good. the stupid lyrics. I can't fucking and because there's no goddamn reverb all over his vocals, <laughs> I can hear exactly what he's saying. I usually I don't I usually don't give a shit how bad lyrics Sometimes, are. I listen to music for the music for the most part. I get lyrics are important, all that yada yada bullshit. But I if I have to hear what you're saying, I would rather it not be ridiculous, I guess. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, you know what song I did enjoy was the 15 men, because if you look at the lyrics, it looks like a jaunty pirate song, but it's like sludgy and slow. It doesn't make any sense. Here's the thing about that song. I don't remember it, but I noted it on my notes as being all over the place, but having some amazing moments. There we go. Yeah. We we finally uh, found some common ground. Yes. And, there, and, now we're, and now we're friends again. Yes, and, and now we're we friends again. So I think it's time we moved on. <laughs> yes, we moved on. And then this a reminder that between this album and the next one, King Diamond recorded three albums. Oh God. And uh, Michael Denner has left the band, and we're in 1998, dead again. And we're full-blown Pantera. Full-blown Pantera. Oh, my God. Yeah, you got that bass going now. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? No way, punk. Walk on home. Walk on home, boy. <laughs> Join us on next week. One will just be mashing up Merciful Fate and Pantera's And look at that. Heiser back. And listen to that. Those are over, overdubs and reverb. Yep. Those riffs look tight. Okay. So how did you feel about Dead Again? So it's, a, uh, it's an improvement over... 
into the unknown. And again, okay, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I think, I think we just have to. I also acknowledge that uh, not living through this stuff or being too young, I can look at it differently. And um, I think you just you just gotta accept it as something different. You're not. We're not getting uh, early. Mm-hmm. It's just not happening. No. Um, yes, the singing's definitely better. Um, that song Mandrake drags mm-hmm. like it, this. It's cut that track. <laughs> Shouldn't have made the album. Um, after that song, I noticed there was another twelve-minute song, and I was like, "Oh no! Oh, oh. The, it's the title track." Here's the thing about the title track. A 12 minute long, I'm sorry, 13 minute long title track. Yes. I remember listening to it for the first time and thinking, you know, this is pretty cool. And then I looked at how much time was left and it said eight minutes was left. And I thought, oh, this sucks. And it's not, it's not a bad song. It's just too fucking long. Opposite for me. I think because I noticed how much Mandrake sucked and I had that, I had that like brewing with me. I was dreading this, but it actually worked for me. Really? I have no idea why if this works for me. And then there's like some some lyrics that I don't know, maybe someone could fill us in on this. Like they reference nine. It's it's kind of stupid. It's very like metaphorical, like fourth wall breaking. I'm talking sure about. It's inc- it has incredible lore. You know, you know, Mr. Diamond. <laughs> yes. So uh, I would like to know the lore more about why they reference nine and all that, because uh, Melissa is a reoccurring character. Yeah. That's to me. That's obvious. The lyrics. But this one, I'm like, hey, you're all over the place. You're talking about curtain calls and nines turning into <laughs> doors and orchestras. And sixes, I get it. It's a six upside down. That's that's pretty evil. Low hanging fruit. Man, fuck this album. It, it's, <laughs> it's, it, it's just this is this is the album where I started getting angry at Merciful Fate. This your this your least your worst album? Or no, 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 you said no nine. No, uh, this might be my least favorite. I okay. haven't. I I'm, it's because this is the one where you got some internal struggles. Going yeah, on. because it's not offensively bad. I just fucking hated it because it was just evil riff after evil riff after evil sounding riff. And there was, there was, there wasn't even any like interesting. It was, it was just nothing. It just, nothing happened. I think that's fair. It's, it was, it's like, uh, I mean, if it ain't broke, I guess don't fix it because it was just so the same. And I, I tried listening. Like I tried, I was doing other things while listening to this and as I noticed myself forgetting I was listening to music because of how easily it blended in the background, I had to stop what I was doing, and then I sat and focused on what I was listening to, and I still couldn't remember a single thing that happened on the album. Uh, what? So, uh, the lady who cries didn't do anything for you? Wouldn't know it. Wouldn't, wouldn't know it. Um, I wrote down, I think the song's called Sucking Your Blood. <laughs> it's pretty funny when he goes, ooh, ooh, sucking your blood. <laughs> If that's your highlight, then you're, I guess, correct. It's it's pretty funny, and uh, it, it, it's not offensively bad, but when, some, I can't listen to it. It's sometimes just too that boring. can be worse. Sometimes that can be worse, depending on who you are as a person. Right? Yeah, I, I think so. It, it just it felt lazy, and it bothered me that. I mean, it, it makes sense that he. It sounds like this to me when he had so many other projects going on it sounds like he he showed up and just 
wailed over some bullshit that he didn't even listen to. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, there there really should have been some some time off to recharge the batteries and uh all that. But uh, you know, don't have a time machine. It is what it is. It is what it is. I I, I think we it's time to move on to the the final album. This is <sighs> 1999's nine. nine. Oh, it's kind of like Tar Town. It's, it's, it's underwater? It sounds like it's underwater. To, to me, this album's best case scenario. What do you mean? Like, considering all the recording that was going on, uh, you know, the state they're in. Like, uh-huh. uh, I know you said this may be your worst album. Yeah. But I don't hate it. You don't hate it. I don't hate it. Uh, I think it's a little bit underrated. Underrated? Because this is their fucking worst by oh my god. Oh yeah, it's it's critic critically their worst. <laughs> I think. I think it's this or into the unknown. Uh, um <laughs> I'll kill whoever said that. <laughs> pick your poison. I know, I know. You got a real Sophie's choice here. Um yeah, again, this goes back to you know, there's two merciful fates. Yeah. And uh we get a little more a little more thrashy on this album. It's again. a little more thrashy, but I have to say that the tracks uh, "Soul My Soul" and uh, no, 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 that one's a good one. Actually, I actually kind of like "Soul My Soul." I got uh, the ones. Okay, the tracks "House on the Hill" and "Insane." Mm-hmm. Both of those exemplify everything I hate about metal. <laughs> Gen- and comp- I'm, I'm going to throw on "House on the Hill." Okay, unless you think I should throw on the other one. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw it on. This is "House on the Hill." Okay, it's typical riff, double yep. pedal, yep. guitar, you know? Yep. At some point, vocals come in. <laughs> the best vocals. It's not the vocals that I hate, too. It's, you hear this riff, all right? You hear the drums behind it, yep. and that's all it does for the whole song. The whole song. It has maybe one change, but the drums stay that tempo, they stay that style, they stay that intensity. And the riffs don't change mood, they don't change feel, just more aggressive, evil-sounding shit for the entirety of the song. And that, it, it's just nothing happens at all. I, I think the thing I like most about really good metal is uh, when things come out of left field that yet that are both pleasant and unexpected. I lo- sure. Uh, I'm not going to give a bunch of examples, that would be boring, but... This was just the same way the whole way through. It's one mood. It's one it's one, one emotion. Tempo. Yeah, it's one thing. The whole t- and the same goes for insane too. And I was listening to it and just wishing something would happen, ho- hoping that it would it would slow down. There'd be a solo or something like that. But nothing happens. Uh, again, I think like cramming their discography. I'm so used to that. You know, they dabbled a little more in the the sludge and doom a little <laughs> bit. And then, so this one was a little bit faster. I think another scenario we get 
with Merciful Fate and a lot of other influential um, bands, not just in metal, but any band, is when you're so influential and you have so many copycats, Mm -hmm. which I think uh, is what some people experience or uh, you may have experienced. uh, It's this like, we've we've heard that song so many times from so yeah. many metal bands yeah. uh mostly local yeah and it's this like but these guys are then like they're just veterans yes they're yeah. veterans and how do i say this i i guess i'm grading on a curve <laughs> bias <laughs> piece of shit what do you get off it I guess the re- the reason I'm so hard on it is because I get that they've been around a while and they they were copied by a lot of bands, but shouldn't that mean they would go above and be better? It so what because they didn't, it just screams to me that they're not better. They're just just a regular band, a regular ass fucking band. And I I guess that's bothering me, but I get that they're they're so they're so awesome and then they're their fall from grace so hard and even even his vocals are are they're this is be ironic but they're neutered because he's singing lower than he usually does yes which is usually the other way around he, he actually reminds me a lot of tom Araya from slayer like like oh, yeah. hello waits era tom Araya, uh where he's just kind of growling and, and shouting uh it, it just it's so repetitive and, and it's very that you know tinny production back to that kind of overly guitar centric but it doesn't do any oh there's no ugly weird riffs there's no it's just here's a here's a cool heavy riff and here's another cool heavy riff and that it it lost all of its cartooniness too like oh okay there was no silliness they decided to stop making a campy horror film and and try to make i thought that's what i wanted yeah until it was gone and i realized (laughs) i missed it i literally this is my on my notes lost all of its cartooniness which is a bad thing surprisingly i I never thought I'd miss the cartooniness until I heard this album, listened to it twice. I went back to time, which I, you like, and I didn't. Yeah. And I enjoyed the cartooniness of it, at least. Like, I thought, like, you know, this is still significantly fucking better than nine. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, this is my least favorite and the worst. Like, I really, Whoa. this one bothered me to high hell. Whoa. Uh, yeah, I mean, lots of people agree with you. I'm in, I'm in the minority here. Well, aren't you just breaking your ground, aren't you? Yeah. Also, also, uh, we're trying to stay away from callbacks, but I realized, just realized. Oh, you didn't. Yes, I know. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. This is the second time I've <laughs> really liked an album called Time. <laughs> the first was ELO. It was literally the episode ago. <laughs> the, only other- <laughs> the only other episode we've recorded thus far. And I just thought of that right now. This was not done on purpose or a trolling thing. I literally just thought of that right How now. How many fucking albums called Time are there anyway? I'm sure I'll love all of them. We'll get to Morris Day, I'm pretty sure. Morris Day and the Time, guaranteed hits. And, and I swear, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't shit on, the, on, on Time because I shat on Time from last time. <laughs> I, I'm saying Time way too many times. Oh my God, I'm going like, to shit myself. But, okay, all right. So that, I'm, I'm very glad to be done. By the way, uh, we're almost like we're almost at an hour exactly. Like, I, I, oh man, I get so worried about how are we gonna fill this. 
Dude, and, there and is, we do it. We, King Diamond, there is there is enough time in the world for King Diamond, even if it's all his albums on the fucking same. <laughs> Technically, we could do one more uh, one more album I, on solo, but we're I, we're not anytime soon. At if least. you want us to to talk about actual King Diamond, I'm going to stop doing this podcast. <laughs> it's just you know, if we get if for if we were popular and getting paid money. Bring it on. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. But okay, so here's just a recap. Uh my favorite album, along with with what I believe their best album, is 1983's Melissa. The first album. It's a classic. It was copied by everyone, highly influential. It's super consistent. Even the bullshit Satan's Fall, which is 12 minutes, and it doesn't make sense as a song. It's still fucking great. And, and I will stand by that to the death. Least favorite, and what I think is their Worst piece of fucking shit is nine from 1999. Uh, I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to rant about it anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, what do you think? Recap. Best. No brainer. Melissa. No one, no one's arguing that. Yeah. Except maybe people who like, don't break the, eh. you're wrong. They're worthless. Uh, personal time. God. Yeah. If you're God. an artist <laughs> and we're listening to you and you record an album called time, I will love it. <laughs> don't I, do it. Just a, don't listen to him. He's just trying to piss me off. Just a heads up to people trying to retroactively uh, change their discography to appease me. And then the worst, the worst album is Into the Undone. You fucking, you <laughs> snake in the grass, little piece of shit. Uh, fair enough. Fair you, enough. You know, I listen to my heart and I do what my heart wants <laughs> on this podcast because it's... Uh, it's better that way. I, you know what? Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to. Plus, this is, this plus is we, if we disagreed with everything. It'd be boring as fuck. Who wants to listen to no, it? No, no. Is, this is good. This is where I'm learning things about you, and <laughs> I'm, I'm gathering a list of reasons to kill you later on, and time is so far at the top of it. Pick, Take your pick, whichever time you want. Morris Day, ELO. Oh, God. Merciful fate. So uh, that brings us to, to the end of another wonderful lovely episode thank you for listening i really appreciate it um if you want to check out our other shit i mean we don't have a lot of shit just our instagrams uh you can follow me at at pope jesse ventura and at mother puncture uh i also have a if you're into video games i, I don't want to plug my video game website plug, plug it just away. makes it makes plug no fucking sense. <laughs> so i i yeah i do uh not video game reviews.com where i write about the video game industry and bullshit like that it's a neat little thingy uh also uh I don't know how to end this. I'm trying to think about it because we're still, obviously, if you've listened to this, we have two episodes so far and we're trying to figure shit out. I think we should close it with the Merciful Fate song. Okay. Uh, I'm going to let you pick against my better judgment. Uh, oh, this, yeah. Do something for the listeners. Okay. Uh, beginning to end, what you think yes. would be a nice yes. song. Because me in control music is a danger dangerous dangerous game i can't believe i got i got paid to dj things and uh you know what uh how about we talked about it a lot little Satan's Satan's fall. Fall. okay so if you this is this is 12 minutes guys go ahead and turn off turn it off whenever you want but it's a good song thank you for listening we'll see you next time